The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. Welcome back to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. What is happening, Chrissy? Oh, it's a beautiful sunny day here in Salem, New Hampshire. I'm happy. That's right. Hopefully it'll stay that way now. No more winter. I'm done. I'm I th- officially done. I'd like to say we're good. I know we're not. But, yeah. It's going to go really good for the next couple of days, and then winter's like, surprise. Yeah, it's it's New England. Yeah. They, New, they can go, hey, hold on a second yeah. here, boys. Like the other day, it was so it looked so beautiful from from inside. I was like, oh, my God. I went outside, and the wind hit me. I'm like, going back inside now. <laughs> the sun was out, and it was freezing cold still. So Yeah, it was, it was down. It was in the 70s to today, so yeah. the same 80s by the end of the week. Yeah. And I could not get the rest of that damn ice up. In front of the garage to get the smoker out. Oh, how close are you? Oh, it, it's it's right there. there? It, it's going to be good. At this point, it's just the, the the temperature. It should be gone by Thursday. I'm oh, expecting. nice. All right. There we go. Chris Wazinski, what's up? So I am excited Ooh, yeah. for this. Oh, I've been looking forward to this. I found, was introduced but to this gentleman from uh, Randy and Junior Salinas. Mm-hmm. Of Big Salinas Barbecue. Shout out to Salinas. Shout Chris. out the new hat, the new <laughs> lid. Oh. Big Salinas. I still have my t-shirt. He, uh, their podcast, Damn That's Good with Big mm. Salinas. And, um, you know, I, I religiously listen to them every week. They, they're right in my barbecue podcast. They're so entertaining. But, Even on, like, TikTok and stuff. They're on TikTok. Oh, they're I'm, awesome. I'm on them with the they're TikTok. They're awesome. And- but, uh right. They had Dave on, and the interview they had was fantastic. So I, afterwards, I literally called Randy. I'm like, bro, I go, you got you to hook me up with Dave. And he introduced us, and we got talking, and we're good to go, finally in. So let's get going without any further ado. Today's show brought to you by... By Uncle Steve's Shake, the number one best tasting shake on the planet. Uncle Steve's Shake is handmade, hand-measured, hand-mixed, and hand-packed. Uncle Steve's Shake is made with the finest of ingredients and comes in 13. Now that we're including CJ's West Coast Shake, the brand new one, 13 amazing flavors. They also have the competition line and the incredible dessert shake. And don't forget the other new addition to the sauce... Is this sauce with no name? No matter what you are eating, Uncle Steve has a shake for it. If you have any shake questions, Uncle Steve has great customer service to help you with all of your shake needs. You know why? Because it's him. Go to UncleSteveShake.com to order your shakes today. Also, on the website, you're going to find fantastic shake tips and recipes. You'll be amazed at just how versatile Uncle Steve's shakes really are. And you know what? While you're online, head on over to Facebook and join Uncle Steve's Shake Nation to stay up to date with all the latest creations made using Uncle Steve's shake and maybe even share some of your own. It's time to step up your backyard barbecue and your competition barbecue game with Uncle Steve's shake. Shake some on everything. Who else have we got today? We also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com, 
Whether I'm barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today, I am smoking the Terra Nova. Say the rest of the word. What? Araparik. Is that Araparik or is that Araparaka? As far as I know, it's Parik. Okay. They got to change shit up on me. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> this is very good so far. It is very nice. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Today's show also brought to you by Magna Chef Gloves. Whether you are the family grill master or a professional pit master, quality tools make it easier for you to be your best on that grill. Longtime firefighter and founder of Magna Chef, Al Infante, knows a thing or two about fire management. He designed the Magna Chef Gloves and the Freedom Barbecue Gloves for you to get in and out of fast. With the magnetic swivel plates, you can easily slip in and out of these gloves. They will keep your hands cool and allow you to cook and grill safely. No more getting stuck in hot gloves. Depending on your glove preference, MagnaChef has two fantastic options for you. Number one is the classic MagnaChef barbecue glove, made of food-grade silicon, web-fit for firm grip, dishwasher-safe, one-size-fit sole, and heat-rated up to 500 degrees Fahrenheit, and coming in five Amazing colors, black, blue, red, orange, and bedroom green. Bedroom green. And the Freedom Barbecue Gloves is your other option. It has the more traditional five-finger flexible and pliable grip, a 14-inch long cuff to protect your forearms, made of heat-resistant neoprene, heat-rated up to 932 degrees Fahrenheit. These gloves help extend your time over the fire. Both styles of MagnaChef gloves are great for barbecue and kitchen use. Head on over to MagnaChef.com today. That's M-A-G-N-E-Chef.com and order yourself both pairs today. And check out uh, and at checkout, make sure you use the promo code FREEDOMLIVES for 10% off your order. MagnaChef gloves, MagnaChef barbecue gloves, master the fire, freedom barbecue gloves, take a stand, free your hand. <coughs> last, last but not least... Brought to you by CustomCuttingBoardsRUs.com. Ian Hemming is making what I consider the Yeti of cutting boards coming out of Magnolia, Texas. These boards take an absolute beating. Mine are going on five, six years now. Still in great shape. From the dishwasher board, which is your standard countertop board, to the absolutely massive 18 by 36 inch brisket board and also the pizza board for that perfect slice every time. Deep lip reservoir to catch all that juicy goodness. The rubber cups on the bottom. So even on a wet surface, ladies and gentlemen, these boards will not slide on you. No more accidental whoops and... A dozen stitches later. <laughs> Those days are over. Thanks to CustomCuttingBoardsRS.com. Multiple colors available. Multiple co- color combos available. Yeah. Engraving. So put your team name in, your name, anybody's. Yeah. Put the alphabet out there if you want it. Yeah. He'll do it. But check them out at CustomCuttingBoardsRS.com and tell them I sent you. That's CustomCuttingBoardsRS.com. That's the letter R, us.com. Beautiful. All right. We got everybody coming in. Chris, Big Rome, Matt, what's up? Randy, what's going on? 
Eric, get it, brother. Joe Tucker, Dave LaConte, what's going on, boys? This is going to be a good one, so let's go. Like I said, I was introduced through Randy and Junior Salinas, Big Salinas Barbecue, and listened to the interview and knew I had to talk to him. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, coming from North Carolina, from Still There Shine Sauce, Mr. Dave Bettendorf. What's up, Dave? What's up, everybody? Oh, man, thank you so much for taking the time to join me, brother. Yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. And just, just since, since we're doing a weather forecast, it's in the upper 70s here in Charlotte, just right. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <clears throat> so, Dave, you know, um, like I was saying, we talked last night, we talked a few times before, but, man, these sauces are truly unique. That, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Oh, the, you know, the best I've had this. Yeah. These sauces, they are different for sure. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But we'll get into that. But first, please, you know, tell us about you, how you got into, you know, the barbecue world. And how you you got into uh, still there shine sauce? Well, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a long story, but we'll, we'll make it quick. The uh, I, I cooked professionally for thirty five years. I started when I was super young and cooked in country clubs across the southeast. And uh, back in two thousand thirteen, um, decided let's branch out and run. Let's try this thing. So during my career, I developed a couple things. I messed around with a little bit and. Kind of wanted to see what it would take me and uh, came out the original sauce. And here we are, what, 10 years later, we got 11 sauces, nine rubs, 72 different skews. It's uh, It's been an adventure, to say the least, an adventure, to say the least. So, you know, w- when you're coming up with your brand, everybody says, you got to think real hard about it. Uh, I'm here to tell you, I didn't think real hard about it. It, it wasn't hard at all. So we thought, well, we got a moonshine-based product. We do like to drink a little moonshine every once in a while now. So we call it still there. Still, because that's where the liquor comes from. And there, because I live in the bootlegger belt, the bootlegger still survives. So we're all still there. There it is. Still there, shine sauce. You know, and, you know, so so part of it, obviously, you know, had to had to break this out. Figured this was going to oh, yeah. be a special occasion. <laughs> that looks about right. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Um, these was from uh, the t- Tennessee when I was oh, when yeah. I was coming back. I re- stopped and saw a friend, and uh, there he goes. He goes. He sent me on on my sent me on my way back up north with a, with a little something. Um, but first off. Um, all your sauces. Ooh, I just lost my thing. What the hell's going on here? Here we go. Are corn liquor based? Oh yeah, every single one. Every single one starts with seven percent corn liquor to cook, and I use one hundred and ten uh, proof liquor to start. Okay. Yeah. And like I said, there's a sweetness. There, there, there's there's something with it, but. The wonderful thing about your sauces is your process with them. 
and it's all fresh ingredients. Yeah, that was, uh, you, you know, we, we can talk barbecue sauce all day long and, you know, the, the, there'll be a thousand different ways about going about it. But, you, you know, if you go to your local supermarket or wherever you go buy your stuff and you take a look, I mean, everything kind of looks the same. Everything kind of has the same texture. Everything kind of has the same color. Everything looks the same. So when I started this, I said, how am I going to be different? And what we would all agree is an extremely crowded category. So I I didn't set out to make the best product. I set out to make the most unique. One that is extremely versatile. One that is a very clean product. And and one that that you don't got to think about. You, You can open it. You can use it as is. You can pair it with something. And you will not be disappointed. Yeah. A hundred percent agree with that. Um, but like, like I was saying, it's all fresh. Now you do, you take those fresh products and, and you literally s- smoke them for a time. So oh, yeah. be it, you know, your tomatoes, your garlic, your onions, heck, even down, um, even down to cherries for you, for you, for your cherry bomb. You're, you are physically doing smoking each product. But one thing I did hear when you were on with Randy and Junior that interested me, you do, in that process, you do actually switch up what woods you're using. Yeah. yeah you that, know, that, that's important. And it's important because, you know, mesquite doesn't work with everything, hickory doesn't work with everything. So, if I'm doing my fruit sauce, i.e. the cherry bomb, I use cherry wood. And, and what is probably what I would think is unique and, and cool about that wood is it's an unfruited wood. So, you know, every, everybody that does knows there's fruited wood and unfruited wood. And fruited wood doesn't really pack the punch because it's meant to produce fruit. So if you find unfruited wood, that doesn't produce a fruit. It is just extremely forward flavored, has a deep sugar content to it, and just makes a, an incredible smoke flavor that, that is not overpowering, not, not bitter, but just deep, earthy, and almost organic, if you will. Okay. Absolutely. Now, even... Even on the spiciest stuff, like how how hard is it to source all this fresh, all the fresh products for you? Because there's got to be, you got to draw the line somewhere that you can't, you you have to go, you know, out of state to get certain things. Now, do you find that more on your uh, rub line or the sauce line that you have to go like elsewhere for? Definitely the rub line. Definitely the rub line. But we have a lot of great fresh products here in Carolina. I mean, peppers, onions, garlic, carrot, you name it. We have all that watermelon. But, you know, the, the, the dry rub side of things, um, I, I've got to show up elsewhere for that, you know. Um, I buy a lot of stuff whole. I am actually mill it myself, and we always double sift. Um, there, there's a thing in cooking called... Um, small particulate large surface area and what that means is 
smaller the particulate that you have, the larger the surface area you have to infuse flavor and also for palatability. So you actually get the true flavor of things without, without any filler. Very good, yeah. So your sauces, we'll, we'll, we'll start there. And like you said, they were very unique, and I 100% agree. Now, I have had <clears throat> the Campfire Gravy, the Hottie Hottie, the, the North Carolina Mop Sauce, which is a vinegar base, and the Pig Polish. Let's start with the, with the Mop Sauce, because I'm a huge fan of vinegar sauces. I love it with, with pulled pork, even even chicken and, you know, just they even have a little, like, ramekin on the side of it, dump some chicken. and It is extremely, that one, it punches you in the face. You get that, oh, yeah. that vinegar straightforward at you, but then there's this wonderful sweetness that comes from it. Then you get a kick of heat on the back end. Now, how, ex, ex, explain that mop sauce. So we'll, we'll take, we'll take the vinegar portion first. So I, I, I buy a, a very high grain, um, uh, vinegar. So I can actually make my acidic value any, anything that I want. So I, I don't make the vinegar. I make the acidic value of the vinegar. Um, and then at that point, that's my base. That That's the doozy right there. You add into that the fresh onion and the fresh garlic with that, and it just kind of steeps and does its thing while you're cooking in that process. Add a little tomato to it to kind of curb the acidic value, a little bit of dark brown sugar in it just to hold on to the palate a little bit longer. And, and then the bite in the back is uh, crushed red pepper and black pepper. And uh, I mill it down really, really far so that I get all that oil out of both of them. And that oil, once as it really sits in that, that, that jar after I bottle it, it, it just takes on a whole other animal. That I would always tell you it's like tomato sauce. Give that thing two weeks and it really comes to its own. It really comes to its own. That's also, you know, that, that process there because there's not a lot of tomato in it. Uh, you pick up on that corn liquor really quick in that product. Yeah, it's almost one of the second or third notes you get. But it finishes very clean, extremely versatile product. I mean, it's just it's just good. Yeah, it's you know that was the first one I opened. I'm like, oh, I got to go straight for that. And like I said, it it blew me away. And it, it, I I can honestly say that's the best vinegar sauce I've ever had. You know, that. and, and it, you. there's some. There's not a whole, I haven't seen a whole lot of them on the market because everybody's more of the, you know, the traditional sauces. But there's, you know, there's a few manufacturers that have a vinegar sauce and they're good. They're, they're good. But this one, this one over the top with it. So my hat's off to you on that. Well, thank you. And, and just as a side note, evidently the people at the Scobie Awards liked it because that took second place in the vinegar category. Beautiful. Award winning. Oh, yeah. The award winning North Carolina mop sauce. I love it. Now, 
Oh, because I've also had the, the hearty hearty and the campfire gravy. Let's start with the hearty hearty. Actually, before I get completely ahead of myself, we have, we'll go down to the, the array here. You got the barnyard based, the campfire gravy, your cherry bomb, your hearty hearty, the lip smacking, your mustard sauce, the North Carolina mop, your original, the perky peach, and the pig polish. Now, obviously, the original was where you... That's where it all started, right That's there. where it all started, right there. Yep. Um, the mustard sauce. Tell me about the mustard sauce. So, obviously, I live in North Carolina, and, and our friends in South Carolina, you know, they, they cut their teeth on mustard sauce. Theirs is truly a mustard-based product. I mean, it's all mustard and some things with it. So my product is actually a tomato-based product. And what makes mine different, other than fresh onion, fresh garlic, and corn liquor, is I start with an enormous amount of Creole mustard. So it gives it a nice, earthy, grassy undertone to it. And, and, And as that's going across your palate, I would tell you, at the very back is where you pick up the vinegar, the yellow mustard, and a liquor. Yeah. Okay. But that Creole mustard gives that gives your palate something to do rather than having all that yellow mustard straight up front in your grill. Because you know, I just I like mustard, but I don't need it right up front. I, I'm happy with it in the middle. It worked just fine. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So the hottie hottie. It's hot, it, it's, but it's, it's not burn your face off. You know, yeah. it's, it's very flavorful. Now, if I'm not, is that, um, uh, it wasn't uh, the scorpion. Um, Scotch bonnet. Scotch bonnet. Yeah, yeah. You know, which as, you know, the, the Scotch bonnet pepper itself is extremely flavorful. You know, what made you go with that scotch bonnet on the hottie hottie? Well, one, one you don't ever see it. So I want it to be different. Yeah, you, you know, um, I wanted to use a dantile pepper, but it, they're just way too hard to source. So I said, forget it. So there's actually a, a farmer here in North Carolina that produces scotch bonnet and African bird's eye chili pepper. So I have the ability to get it fresh. Okay. Fantastic. So I actually use the fruit. There's not a... There, there, not a powder-based product at all. It's actual fruit-based product. So it's all made with, with the actual peppers themselves. Put them all in, grind them down, put them in some vinegar and salt for about three weeks, and then I make some sauce. And uh, it just, using the actual fruit itself gives it that giant burst of heat. But what it also does, like you said, it gives you that, nice flavorful profile where you can pick out almost every single thing in that sauce that you're trying. And and I think the thing that throws people off is I always tell them you're going to get that citrus back from the Szechuan peppercorn. Most people think Szechuan peppercorns are just hot, but they're actually very citrusy. So that's that pull at the very end of the finish where it almost kind of cleans your palate a little bit. That's the Szechuan peppercorn. Okay. Yeah, because I yeah. noticed it's like you said, all all the sauces, like you said, they they are very clean. 
you, you know, that they're not going to, you know, stay with you. You know, it, it runs its course of your, your flavor, and then it dissipates. Then you get your next bite, and you get it all over. You start the whole experience all over again, which is wonderful. Oh, I sound like a fat guy, don't I? <laughs> Ooh! Well, because I am. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, the hearty hearty was incredible. But now, the campfire gravy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. <laughs> sauce is literally like nothing I've ever had. The best way to explain this, at least by me, um, is if you took a very nice marinara sauce and combined it with a nice smoky barbecue sauce. And the first time I, I, I put it to my lips, I went, oh, holy hell. Because like I said, it's unique. It's like nothing I've ever had. Oh, yeah. And the first things that came to my mind was A, barbecue spaghetti, and two, those smoked shotgun shells that were the craze last year, the, the stuffed manicotti shells on the smoker. But you could do so much. You, you, you could do an entire Italian meal using this sauce, like a, like a chicken or veal palm, things like that. You know, throw it in with some meatballs. It's that versatile that you get the, you're getting the best of both worlds. How did you come up with it? Well, a couple of years back, wanted to kind of take a little turn on things and, uh, Wanted to embrace, obviously, the pork market here in North Carolina. So found a way to incorporate the bacon, incorporate it. actually has smoked pork fat in it as well. Okay. Uh, found a way to kind of get all that together to where it dispends itself just enough to hold itself together without being hard like a brick. There, There's no filler in it. There's no binder in it. So, you, you know... This kind of goes in hand in hand with with anything, any of my products that have tomato in them or, or what one would consider ketchup. I actually make my own ketchup. I mill my own ketchup. So in that process, I have the ability to adjust the consistency, and that's what binds that product. I smoked those onions over hickory for four hours oh. and just get all that sweetness and all that nice color out of them. And I mean, at that point, how can you go wrong with anything? I mean, yeah. seriously. I yeah. mean, my gosh. <laughs> oh. You know, I mean, people have told me, you know, I use this thing on eggs, Dave. I use it on butter and biscuits. I put it in a Bloody Mary. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy what people do with this thing. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the, the Bloody Mary would be fantastic with it. You know, because I, it, it, it was funny when, um, when I first met um randy and junior you know they sent me some of the sauces and it was their uh their their spicy barbecue sauce he's like you know what do you what do you think about it i go dude it's killer in a bloody mary and he stopped and just looked at me he goes what i go oh yeah mix that in and it just it took it to a to a whole nother level but yeah that campfire gravy it was 
It was mind-blowing. It really was. I'm like, oh, how the hell did he do this? You know, and it was fantastic. Fantastic. So tell tell us, what are some of your favorite sauces out of your lineup? Well, you know, I, I got to tell you, um, I, I like the original. I love the mustard. Um, I really like the perky peach, the uh, – uh, 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 the watermelon, scorpion, pepper, hot sauces, probably what I'm, what I'm really digging right now. Super light, all watermelon. You get a big hit of scorpion pepper and a nice finish of citrus. Um, and then, you know, pig polish and <laughs> people freak out over pig polish yep. because, uh, it, it, they taste it and they're like, well, this doesn't even taste like barbecue sauce. And I said, well, there you go. It's perfect. Then it's absolutely perfect. But, you know, we've used that on everything from, again, biscuits and butter deal to mix with maple syrup on pancakes, waffles, chicken and waffles, right out of the jar on ice cream, mm-hmm. uh, paired it with some smoked bacon and smoked onion chocolate chip cookie ice cream sandwiches last year. I mean, you talk about something that that is crazy good. It's crazy good. Yeah. And, and it's all blackberry. That's the thing about it. Yeah. It's, it's Again, it's there's a difference between using a powder or, or or a juice or an aseptic puree, but I don't know. How about if we just use the food as it is and don't try and hide it? Don't try to make it complicated. Just make a damn blackberry sauce. It's really good. Yeah, there and, it is. And it, you know, and and it and it throws people off because it's a because of the blackberry. It's a purple hot. It's a purple barbecue sauce. It is, you know. So it's real interesting because you'll still sit there and go, "Oh, wait a minute, what?" You know, but the flavor, the sweetness, it it's fantastic. But you just said some that that, um, that I, I'm not familiar with. What is an aseptic puree? Uh, so, so an compared aseptic, to like a regular pur- puree. Yeah, so so a puree. You you go to your store, you buy some peaches, you burn them down. There's a puree. An aseptic puree has been pasteurized and whatnot, and brought around to kill some stuff. So it's actually a self-stable product. Oh, okay. But what happens with that it, it, is it takes all the chewiness of the fruit out. So oh. you know, it's it's kind of like if 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 you took some chopped up strawberries and you put them in a strainer overnight over, over, a over a saucepan and you get that kind of, kind of strawberry liquid in the bottom, but it's not real thick. It's just like runoff. That's what that is. It's, it doesn't have a whole lot of a boom in it. You, you know? Yeah. It's great because it's a time saver, but I think with what I'm doing and the amount of competition that that's in these categories, I mean, you got to set yourself apart. So I'm going to spend the extra couple hours of, of grinding and pureeing fresh fruit and, and straining. You got to strain it twice because you don't want any seeds. But but all of those things to make something that is just right on the palate. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, like, like I said, your sauces are so unique and it's the – you know, the freshness and the process that you go through that, um, you know, is got to be time consuming. But in the end, the product is 
just a you got a top notch superior product. Uh, I, I appreciate that, and you know how I think about my products are when I when I'm when I'm set to think of something new or do something new is, you know, I, I think about Joe Barbecue or Sally Sue Barbecue because they're the ones that are going to buy my product. They may or may not have a background like I've got, so they may or may not be able to do the things that I can do with it. So I believe I make a product and all my products are super versatile to where if, you know, you got a hold of it and you didn't have any tomato for something and you needed to use vinegar sauce, you could. Or if you didn't have any ice cream topping, you could grab perky peach and it'd be just fine on there, you know. And also, the people at the Scooby Awards must have liked Big Polish at the first place. There you go. 23. There you go. Got to throw those out there. Oh, hell yeah. Hell That's a lot yeah. of hard work right there, man. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Now, yes, now you also have the rub line. Yeah. So we have, you know, you have your your barbecue rub, a blackberry rub, your brisket rub, your butt rub, which is fantastic. Coffee rub, a fish rub, a sizzling. The wing goop is out of this world. People say that's my best rub. People actually say that is my best rub. Yeah, it is. It is. I can't, I can't put my finger on it, but it, it is extremely flavorful, very well balanced, has a great color, you know, so once you're, you know, cooking up everything, I did them on, um, on, on chicken legs, and the yeah. color comes out fantastic, and then you have your yard bird, you know, so I, like I said, I've tried the, the butt rub and the wing goop, and it's fantastic. But with a lot of rubs, they're so versatile anyway, you know, so you could, you know, could you get away with like, like your fish rub, you know, you could use that on chicken, you know, is, or is it more of a, um, like, obviously fish, you think of that, like the, that lemon pepper, citrus note, you know, with, with, with the fish, but are they a lot of like intertwinable? You know, the there, layer of the flavors. There's a lot of crossover. And, and you know, the, the, the fish rub, for example, it's a dill-driven product. So you got to like dill. But, you know, pe- people get it. And the first thing they say when they, they see my fish rub, they say, oh, it's not red. I said, I know. Imagine that. A seafood rub that doesn't have to be red. You know, <laughs> they, they love that, you know. But I tell them, you know, put it in your chicken salad. Put it in your shrimp salad. Put it on roasted asparagus or roasted red potatoes. Oh. It is freaking amazing. Okay. Just amazing. Oh, that's yeah. Then then the 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 butt rub was is was fantastic too. And I used that on the chicken. Also, yeah. you know, when uh, when I first got them, that's what I, I always do with chicken because it's easy to split to try the different things. You know, throwing a bunch of legs or wings and. You know, try this with this rub and this sauce or combinations, and, you know, that's what I do. Tell me about the sizzling rub. So sizzling doesn't have a lot of ingredients in it, but it's got a big pickup in heat from crushed red pepper. And what I do is I buy this crushed red pepper that's got a a little higher heat level than your average uh, one that you're going to buy on the market, and I actually – I at whole and I mill it down 
And when I mill it down, I mill it down very far. So when you when you actually get this product, it looks red. It looks like there's paprika in it. There's no paprika in it. That's actually the chili oil that's come out of it because I've milled it down so oh, far. Wow. So once I mill this down and I mix the rub, I let it sit for about 35 days, and then I package it. Let that all get going. Let that all get together and let that oil go through everything. Then once it's ready, I tumble it one more time and I package it. And uh, it's not crazy hot, but it has a nice step up in flavor that if you like a little bite in your product, man, I don't know how you can go wrong with that one. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, awesome. So you are, would you consider yourself like a road warrior? You know, uh, hitting the I'm, road on, you know. I think I'm, I, I think, I think I'm just a really fortunate guy that got to do his passion for his living for all those years. And now it's just a, a whole nother entry into it with, with, with doing it this way. That, that I just consider myself very fortunate. Awesome. Awesome. You know, but um, like, like I know this weekend you were at a, was it a hunting show? Uh, no, so hunting show was two weeks ago. This past weekend, I was at a uh, Jimbo's backyard barbecue cook-off with, in the pouring down rain. Uh, and then this coming weekend, actually tomorrow, uh, I leave out for Wilmington for the Azalea Festival in Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay, so you you, you know you you do a lot of festivals and set up. I do, yeah. But there was one you were saying with Randy and Junior. Um. Was it the North Carol Dixie Deer Classic? No, not the Dixie Deer Classic. It was the the Hot Sauce Festival. Oh, yeah, Ox- Oxford, uh, North Carolina Hot Sauce Festival. That's yeah. September. Now that that is wild. You were saying that it's a one day event, one day event, almost yeah. two hundred vendors, yeah. and eleven thousand people show up at this one town. And, you know. I describe it like this. It's the only place I've ever been that you can walk around and drink a beer with the state police. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's my type of place. uh, And this year, year I think it's even going to be bigger because they sent the application out and the applications were closed within like 19 days. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of us that have, I've probably been doing it Oh, I don't know, probably almost 10 years now. Same, same spot on the street every single year. And what's cool about the event is it started off really small. There was only probably about 60 or 70 of us that did it. And now it's 200 plus vendors, 11,000 people one day, and it takes over this entire town. And, and, and I mean, the entire town doesn't even have 11,000 people in the, in the town. Wow. I mean, it's just crazy. Big. And, uh, you know, it, it it's grown in popularity not only with the public, but it, w- with us that make products. And, and amazing place to go, sample yourself to death in one day and try stuff. You, you don't have to buy it; you can just taste it. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. You know, the the, the trying them. You know, I I I I I'd go nuts at the, that because I just love trying everything, and you know. And I, and, I, and I like hot, you know, but it's got to be flavorful, too. 
you know, I'll do a contest and burn your face off. And, okay, you know that going in, that this probably isn't going to be enjoyable. But if, you know, I'm out with the family or I'm out with some friends, you know, we want to go hot, I want to be able to have the flavors of the different sauces. I want to still be able to, uh, you know, taste the, the protein we're eating with it. And, it, and it's a very delicate balance. And I think you do a very great, incredible job on that between your rubs and your sauces. Um, your website, what I do love, what I do love, and you don't see it all that often, you also sell them in half gallons. Oh, yeah. Well, hold on, because we're about ready to, to go to gallons and five gallons as well. <laughs> and I also I also got I also have three pack sizes of rubs getting ready to come out, too. Oh, yeah. On top of what I already have. Oh, so gallons but, now and five gallons. Yeah, Holy I get a shit. lot of call for, for, for stuff like that. It's funny because I'll go to these festivals and these guys, they'll buy my product and they're like, man, you know, I did like 10 pounds of this. I'm like, well, just call me, brother. We'll, we'll, we'll get you hooked up. So, And it's happening more and more often now. So I've decided I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. And you know, it's on the website. It doesn't cost me anything to put it on my website. If you want it, you can get it. It's easy. It's that yeah. You know, the half gallon is usually a, 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 good, a, a good way for people. But I will tell you a, a story. I, I, there's a lady and um She's in the hunting business. They make game calls for a living. And uh, I see her all across the country when I'm going. And I will tell you, whether I see her in three weeks or six months, she buys two to three half pounds of vinegar sauce every time. Ooh. And I mean every time. It doesn't make a difference if she just bought it. She'll buy it again. And I said, well, you know, how about if I went to a gallon? She's like, oh, wouldn't that be so nice? So, yeah, so we're going to do some gallons and some five gallons. Oh, and we can't do five gallons on everything, but yeah, you know, about four of my products, what I'm looking to do with the five gallons in it, I will do almost everything in a gallon. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. And then your kits are yeah. interesting. Now, you have sauce kits and you got the rub kits. Yeah. You know, you, I had, you had said that which ones of them actually come with the smoking planks. Uh, that's the grilling kit. So okay. when, when you look at that box, you're thinking, man, Dave, it's just two sauces and a rub. But what you don't see in that box, remember the name is kit. So I, what, why am I going to call it a kit? Inside that box, you got two sauces, you got a rub, you got two grilling planks and a koozie. All that fits in that little box. And on my site, uh, you know, I got cool flavored planks. Um, I, I got cherry, maple, hickory, and alder. You won't find a cedar plank on my site because you can go to your hardware store and buy a cedar plank. But I wanted to set myself up something completely different. Um, all my planks are done with number one wood. Uh, I've been dealing with the same people for I don't even know how long now. Probably eight, nine years on that. Um, all of them come with my logo stamped on them. And as you flip them over, they even have directions in case you don't know what you're doing. Beautiful. Beautiful. And, and, and 
and that goes back to when I said that you put so much passion and love and uh, detail into everything you do. And I think that that's why these, these, your product line is so unique and so, you know, jaw dropping, if I will, because it, it, some of the flavors will, but, you know, hats off to you on that because it, your passion and your love for it definitely comes out in in your rubs and sauces for sure. I appreciate that. It's very kind of you. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem, brother. Now, any other products coming out that you want to well, talk about, or I, I got three rubs that 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 are in the final stages of getting together. One is going to be HBG. It's a honey bunny gar- honey butter garlic. I have a citrus cilantro, and then I got one that I'm calling cow coal, and I'm spelling it K-O-W-K-O-A-L, and that is a charcoal-based product. Okay. And I'm going to tell you right now, that thing is going to smoke your socks off. It is (laughs) crazy good. All right. Crazy good. Beautiful. That is awesome. I got a couple sauces I'm going to bring out a my root beer barbecue sauce, my coffee barbecue sauce, and finished with my Bloody Mary mix. I just get it in a jar. So uh, the Bloody Mary mix will be cool because it, it make it makes that mason jar you got look 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 like a, a sucky bottle because mine's gonna be a thirty two ounce mason jar. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there it is. Beautiful. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, no. Go big or go home, I guess. Huh? <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Well, man, you know, I like I said, we're up against it, but uh, I appreciate you taking the time uh, to join me, talk about your products. Um, you know, you just whenever you got them coming out, you know, let me know. We'll set something up. And, and you know, like I said, they are – Fantastic. Guys, seriously, go check them out at stilltheirshinesauce.com. Get you some of these. Yeah, They're going to blow your mind. Like I said, the best vinegar sauce I've ever had. That campfire gravy, the, you know, your mind is the only thing that's going to stop you. Because you can use it. It's so versatile. That pig polish is going to knock your socks off. 100%. No doubt about it. But I can't not do this. Have a little little cheers with you. There you go. Cheers, brother. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. Glad you waited to the end of the show. If we had started with that, this could have gone way off the rails. Oh, no. You don't play with this. No. You (laughs) sip this. Mm -hmm. And you really should be like half sips. Because, oh, right off the bat, you got that warm, fuzzy feeling. Mm. And you get that little bit in every sauce, folks. But, Dave, thank you so much. Where can everybody find you social media-wise? I know we just talked about the website, but. Yeah, I'm on on Facebook and Instagram at ShineSauce1920. I'm easy to find. If you Google Moonshine Barbecue Sauce in Charlotte, I'm the only thing that pops up, so. Super easy to find I me. Mean, my website's easy to uh, negotiate. I just had it redone. So 
very user friendly. And uh, heck, you know, drop me a line, find out where I'm going to be because I am all over. Yeah. All over. Always hitting the festivals, putting his face out there. And, and also, that's one of the things I love that you said with Randy and Junior was um, you want to be there. Because people, you have the wrong person working your booth. That person could be turned off. The customer can be could be turned off, and that's what they're gonna recognize your products with. Absolutely, they know your product is a person they met, and that's a funny story because two weeks ago I met some folks, and she she actually got a hold of me last night and says. I met some guy at, at, at the Dixie Deer Classic, and I said, that was me. She goes, I would have never thought it would have been the same person. She goes, I can't believe that you're the owner, and you were actually there talking to us. Yeah, That's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, because I think Randy said it great was, I make this. This is my product. I can answer every single question that yeah. anybody can come with. Even a curveball, I can answer that question. And, you know, you're out there. Hitting it up with it, and that's awesome, brother. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks so much for your time today. Oh, no problem, brother. Hang in one second. I'll uh, I'll close this out and jump back in with you. Robert Rocha, what's up? Duke Moreno, Tim, what's happening? Ben Schmidt, what's going on? There's Bam Bam, Ben Graves. What's up, brother? You know, like I said, guys, check these sauces out. Um you know, I try so many sauces, and these ones absolutely drop my jaw. Mm-hmm. And they are incredible. You will not be disappointed. I promise you. So check them out. Still there, shinesauce.com. Well, awesome. Another great show. Another great show. Great guy. Dave is awesome. Took the time. I appreciate it. And yeah, these sauces are. Ooh, I am so warm right now. Ooh, <laughs> nothing like a little corn, like a. Oh boy, oh boy. Woo-hoo. Mrs. Mags is lucky she's at work. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to have a little bit more. Good Lord. <laughs> but that's it for this week, folks. I'd like to thank you for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You have all the episodes right at your fingertips. Social media, find all the links down below. Questions or comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. Like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. And until next week, keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.